This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to apply at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now on to today's episode. Today, listeners, we have Encore Shukla on the show. Encore is a serial digital entrepreneur that has created many software businesses. He has over 20 software products for his businesses. One of those, Kudos Interactive, a product development and digital marketing company, currently has over 50,000 customers. Encore is a master at taking an idea, harnessing it in a short amount of time, and launching it to the world as a product or idea rapidly. He runs masterminds, creates events, and leads his team, which is the vehicle to keep his businesses running. Today, we talk about Encore as an entrepreneur, as a leader, and he dives into some great strategies about creating and implementing sales funnels. And with that, let's welcome Encore Shukla to the show. How you doing, Encore? Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm great. Thanks for coming on. And you're calling in from Texas. Is that correct? Austin? Yes. Yes. Austin, Texas. The yeah. land of tacos. And you were, were you at the ClickFunnels Live seminar? Uh, yes. Yes. I was in Dallas for the ClickFunnels Live event. And that was pretty epic. Yeah. A lot of awesome stuff from there. Yeah. Yep. I've heard a lot of great things about it. Can you share uh, some of your thoughts? Uh, yeah, so you know there were a bunch of speakers, you know, who were doing like multi-million dollars in sales online just using one sales funnel, and that is one of the biggest takeaways I had. That you know, just one, you know, one good, just one good sales funnel that you can build that can convert really well and be optimized can really change your business. So you just have to basically focus on building one funnel that is the primary focus of your business. What is your current strategy with sales funnels? So I currently actually, uh, uh, you know, I get a lot of ideas flowing all the time and then I just create products, uh, you know, every week. So I have about like 20 or 30 software products that I sell online and my philosophy actually has been that, you know, if you can put uh, the that, you know, I actually want to put as many buy buttons out there in the world uh, that could actually generate sales for me. So any new idea I get, uh, I just create a software product that solves the problem and then just launch it to my existing audience and then get a bunch of affiliates to promote it. And then basically all of them go into one, uh, you know, one membership where they can actually get access to more of my products every month as I create them. So tell us some steps that you want to implement after going to the ClickFunnels seminar from where you were at to where you want to go. So, you know, my primary focus has been so far, you know, affiliate traffic because affiliates are, uh, you know, they they have a built-in audience and they can just uh, send out an email and get a bunch of sales for me. Mm-hmm. But I actually want to also explore uh, a lot of uh, the paid traffic side of it. And uh, I saw a lot of people do very, very well with paid traffic. And there have been a lot of very cool strategies that they shared that I had not even considered doing. So I will probably be implementing a few of those and then see how that works in my business and then you know scale things from there excellent my friend let's tell the listeners a little bit about you and your history and how you became the entrepreneur that you are today because i know you have a vast experience in a few different areas Sure, sure. Uh, so, you know, I started about uh, in uh, 2005 uh, when actually I was in college and I created a site called coolcampus.com, which was uh, an engineering jobs portal uh, and, you know, an education site. Because at that time, the problem I was facing was there was not 
not uh, a single site that actually catered to engineering students and uh, the job opportunities that they had. It was pretty, you know, initial stages in India. And by the end of the, uh, 2006, like in just one year, we had uh, over 50,000 students um, on the site and we were getting a bunch of traffic and, you know, it was doing really, really well. And I had a job offer from a very, uh, you know, uh, a large MNC company uh, to go and work for them. Uh, but then by the time I graduated from college, I was actually making way more than that. So I never really joined that company and then just, you know, basically decided to, to uh, scale things up. And then after a couple more years, we had about six or seven different sites catering to the education space. Uh, and then a couple more years later, I actually sold that company uh, to an American company. And then uh, they actually established uh, a larger, like they were a big education player in the space and were going to raise investments. And also we basically joined them and then I expanded their team and worked with them for about two years after which uh, I got out of it and I moved down to Bangalore in India. And then I started creating my own software products and started launching them. And then in the past, uh, like two years, two and a half years, I've actually created about 30 or so software products that we currently sell um, through various websites. How big is your team these days, Ankur? Uh, yeah, so my team is actually entirely virtual. So there is uh, like uh, three or four support people, about three to four developers, and one graphic designer, UI UX person, and myself. So about 10 people, you can say. Yeah. Let's go back to your very first site that you launched, and you experienced quite a bit of growth in, in the first 12 months. I think you said you got 50,000 users in the first 12 months. What do you attribute that success to? Uh, yeah, I think we were doing something really interesting that a lot of students liked and they had the same problem. So we were actually solving a very big problem. And the reason we actually grew very fast was because we actually leveraged uh, a lot of uh, your traffic from like other people. So at that time, uh, you know, the biggest uh, way this thing was, you know, people were sharing job opportunities and everything was through Yahoo groups. So we actually joined a bunch of Yahoo groups and added a lot of value to them. And then we drew a lot of traffic back from those Yahoo groups to our site. Uh, and that's actually what skyrocketed our growth. So again, it was sort of a mailing list because a Yahoo group is basically a mailing list where people send out uh, a message and then it goes out to everyone in the group. So I guess what we learned from there is that building a list is a really, really important thing. And even in our business today, uh, the list is the most important asset we have. Yahoo groups, I remember those. Are those even still around? Yeah, yeah, they are. Are they? Do you still use them? Yes, yes. I'm still part of a bunch of those. Really? Wow. I haven't used Yahoo Mail for a while, so I didn't know. Um, that's you know that's exactly the reason uh, they are uh, an untapped source of traffic because not a lot of people pay attention to them. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. One of your main businesses today is uh, kudosinteractive.com. And currently you have over 12,000 customers. Did you use the same strategy to get clients in Kudos Interactive as you did in your very first business? Yeah, actually, the Kudos Interactive site has not been updated in a long time. So <laughs> the number is a lot larger now. We have about 50,000 customers now uh, okay. all across the world. And uh, yeah, so uh, we actually built a list. So that is the primary thing. You build a list of buyers and then you can sell them uh, you know, new products. And then you know, as long as you're solving problems uh, and creating tools that solve problems for these buyers. So our primary business is basically creating software products and tools that actually 
help uh, increase uh, leads, sales, and conversions from anyone with a, a WordPress site. So we built a lot of WordPress plugins, themes that actually optimize your site and help you generate more traffic, more leads, and sales. So what are some ways that you build the list, Encore? Because it sounds like you're pretty good at it. What are some strategies that you can share with the listeners? Uh, yes, so I think uh, when you create uh, a new software tool that actually solves a problem, you can give that away for free for uh, you know to generate some uh, traffic through various sources. You should uh, basically go out to any kind of uh, community or group there is and go out to various uh, websites and bloggers and basically let them share it for free. And that builds you an initial list uh, of people. And then after that, uh, you can just uh, keep on, you know, keep on growing the list by selling them more things and then turning your customers also into affiliates. So the biggest advantage we have is that we create marketing tools. So anyone who buys our products is also uh, a marketer. So they have their list as well. And then we actually let them become an, an affiliate of our uh, software product and then let them promote it to their customers, their audience and their lists. Now I want to ask you, Ankur, it seems like on your websites that you keep things pretty simple for the most part. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you your strategy, not only with your your websites, but in business. Um, is this something that you apply all over the businesses that you run to try and keep things as simple as possible? Uh, yes, you know, keeping things uh, simple is uh, the best way to actually, you know, to scale things up because if we just you know if we complicate things uh, you know there'll be just too many variables to actually focus on and then uh, you know so that's why i just one way the whole sales plan works so even when i was like initially launching i tried out a bunch of different ways to do my sales funnels and then when i found out uh, the magic formula you can say and then i just used the same kind of sales funnel over and over again and that has been you know uh, uh, a great way to generate you know sales for us for every new product we launch so you have a new project that you're working on or newer project called pay drill do you want to share with us about that uh, yes, yes. So, you know, the reason we created uh, PayDrill is because we use uh, PayPal for a lot of our sales. For all our WordPress plugins, themes, etc., we sell uh, through PayPal as the payment interface. And then as our business grew, we were having a lot of transactions, a lot of customers. We just did not have enough analytics uh, in uh, like through the PayPal uh, reporting system. So then we created PayDrill that actually takes all the data from PayPal and does all the number crunching for you and then shows you amazing analytics like your lifetime value per customer, your average order size, your average order time, which area or which uh, cities and countries do you get most of your traffic from, who are your top uh, say 100 customers, who are your most, uh, who are the customers who actually have been the most unhappy and have got refunds, etc. So all those details are right now missing from the current PayPal interface. And I don't think, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if they will be ever focusing on that because that is not something that actually would make them more money. So we built the software and we launched it last year and we have been, you know, ever since been having a lot of happy customers. Hmm. So yeah, you know, it's something that every PayPal user wants, I would say. So you're using PayPal for your businesses to collect money yes. for sales. Okay. And have you had, so me personally, and I know some other business owners that do have their share of challenges with PayPal. What's your experience with them? 
So, you know, I think, uh, so, you know, we have done uh, over like $2 million in sales uh, last year with PayPal. And uh, it's been, you know, we have an, an account manager and, uh, you know, everything, anything, anytime we have issues, we just contact them. And initially we did have uh, issues because we had a large volume of sales. And then, uh, you know, we had sometimes we do have customers complained but we just have to have uh, like strong policies uh, on the pages and do everything that paypal says that you need to do and they would be fine with it even if you have issues with the kind of like we had a lot of sales in a very short period of time and then we had our account limited for a while and then uh, you know after about two three months of like time they basically unblocked us and ever since then it's been fine and uh, you know having an account manager is really uh, you know a good way uh, to like manage issues with paypal the next thing I want to ask you is a little bit about the mentalities between the six-figure and the seven-figure entrepreneur. I want to ask you, what suggestions mm-hmm. would you give for the guys and girls that are out there hustling and trying to hit that seven-figure level? What are some of the key steps that they need to focus on? You know, so that's exactly why uh, we built uh, the software that we created, uh, Paydrill, because, you know, we had absolutely no idea what the value of our customer is to us. So after we ran all the all the numbers, uh, we actually found out that, okay, this is the amount that every customer is normally spending through us. And then this is the number that we need to focus on. And then this is the amount that we can actually spend to acquire a new customer. And be and basically, uh, once you know how much you can spend, then you can actually create paid traffic campaigns and create, you know, affiliate contests and create various things that actually could drive more sales to your business. So basically, once you already have a good business doing six figures, you need to dig deeper into your analytics and see uh, where are the key metrics that you can actually focus on and tweak them to actually scale your business to the next level. Good tip. Let's talk leadership a bit. What have you learned mm-hmm. as a leader growing these businesses over the years? Uh, so basically, I have a, a pretty small team, so I don't really, uh, you know, have uh, t- to lead them a lot. I just try to find, uh, you know, the best people I can. You know, basically find uh, the A players, and then you let them do what. Uh, they want to do so you basically explain the, the job to them and then they will obviously surprise you in many cases uh, and basically take uh, really good care of your business and just keep them happy so that's what uh, i do like i always overpay them uh, you know at times because you know that is uh, one thing we can do since we have no office we have uh, no infrastructure that actually has overheads for us so i can definitely you know make sure that my staff is happy and uh, they basically you know stay more loyal and uh, keep working hard for the business is overpaying them the main thing that you do to keep them happy or is there anything else? Because I know you personally and I know I think you're a really generous person. So I'm just curious if there's anything else you apply besides overpaying them. Yeah. So, you know, I also, I also you know, keep uh, listening to them. So basically when we talk to them, when we have conversations, oftentimes, you know, they will talk about their personal lives and then you have to pay attention to that as well. You know, one of our guys uh, recently had a kid and then we sent them a bunch of gifts for their kid and he was extremely happy and uh, you know basically uh, you know he was also like he wanted some time off and then we basically paid for a nice vacation for him and all those things so that actually really adds value it's not something it's not just about the you know 
money you pay them but also you know when you listen to what they want to do in life and then help them go there and that also you know, adds value to your business how long was that guy working for you before mm-hmm. you would consider like okay he's having a baby i should pay for his vacation and send him some gifts Right, right. So I typically hire someone for about five to six months before, uh, you know, as a contractor, and then I move them to a full-time role. So that's uh, my strategy there. So they would probably have to work for at least a year before we start, uh, you know, doing, uh, uh, you know, a lot of amazing things and, you know, start giving all those benefits to them. I know you like to attend a lot of seminars and masterminds and you do some masterminds on your own that you've created. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious why you consistently go to these conferences. I know you, you have two or three that you're going to. You just finished up ClickFunnels. I saw you in October, DCPKK conference. And then I think right after that, you went to another one. And so it sounds like you have a full schedule of conferences and masterminds and meetups. What value are you getting from these events? So, you know, as an online entrepreneur, uh, you know, as an internet entrepreneur, we actually, uh, you know, all my team is, uh, you know, a virtual team. So we basically work from home and, you know, going to events is a really way to, is a really great way to meet some cool people who actually are in a similar business as yours. And then you talk to them and you understand the, the, the problems they are facing. And then, the, and then also the things that they are doing in their business to grow their business. And just by, you know, s- s- just by being around them and listening to their conversations can actually give you a lot of great ideas. And apart from then, you also meet a lot of cool people that you get introduced to through, you know, other people that they are there. You listen to some amazing people talk and then you go out and meet those speakers and then you get to, you know, have coffee with them and get some amazing ideas. Like one single idea can actually change your business uh, if you actually apply it in the right way. So that, you know, I've I've done that a few times and it has really helped uh, you know, scale up my business. And then once you build a great relationship with them, you can actually get them uh, you know, as affiliates. You can actually uh, you know, work with them as a partner and you can work on some joint ventures and stuff like that. So you, know, you can actually build uh, some really good businesses by just meeting people face to face and building a great relationship. And that can only be done like that's um, being an in-person is the best way to do it. You actually host some mastermind groups yourself, correct? Uh, yes, yes. We do some small masterminds where we basically uh, you know, teach people what we do and you know, help them basically launch a new online business and help uh, to scale it up. Excellent. And is that something that's open to anybody that wants to join? Yeah, we, we generally uh, you know, encourage our existing uh, customers to apply and then we just... Uh, promote that internally to our audience itself. So it's not really open to public. It's based on invitation. Uh, it's something that we just have uh, built into our sales sequence. Is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners before we sign off today, Encore? Uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me uh, in growing my business has been to build, uh, you know, build sales that actually, uh, you know, get the most value out of uh, your customers. So, you know, and then actually adding a lot of uh, increasing the number of uh, 
products I have out there. So so anytime I have an idea, basically we quickly execute it, build a product and roll it out to the audience and then bring on affiliates and then they promote it to their audience and then just scale things up. And that's how we take like a small idea to a big, you know, 100K in sales within just like two to four weeks. Yeah, it is uh, at least four weeks uh, before we can actually roll that out because, uh, you know, if it is a cool idea, you want to move fast. Uh, and, you know, at times it has happened where, uh, you know, we saw a similar product go out around the same time when we were launching. So I've just uh, been a big fan of rolling things out faster and then having an initial beta, uh, you know, out there and then improvising it from there. And I want to ask you one more thing. So when you get the idea to create a sales funnel or you're creating your own sales funnel, what does that exactly look like? Right. Uh, so we basically, so once I have an idea, um, I try to bring, uh, I try to create uh, a small document for it, for the basic concept of the idea. And then I create a mock-up uh, of how the application would look. And then I send that out to my programmer who basically builds it and then we test it and then we test it in a uh, in uh, uh let's say if it is a facebook app we actually test it on facebook and then see if we are able to get the results that we are getting or that we had hoped to get and then we optimize we test we tweak and then once it is working the, exactly the way we want it we create a sales video a sales page and then we roll it out to our audience and then uh, basically get feedback from them get their you know uh get to hear from them and then how they use it and then from there we go on to a full-fledged launch incredible man if the listeners want to reach out to you Ankur, where can they find you at yeah they can reach me on my personal website ankurshukla.com uh they can email me uh, uh through the website as well and yeah that's the, the easiest way Ankur, I want to give you a big thank you for coming on the show, my friend. Thanks for sharing your tips and your wisdom to the listeners, and I'm sure they'll get a lot of value out of this. And listeners, thank you for tuning in, you guys. We're going to see you all on the next episode, and that's a wrap for today. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those that are in the Entrepreneur House, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, we have three different events, a three-day productivity weekend in different cities all around the world, a two-week all-inclusive retreat for entrepreneurs with six-figure businesses. This will be full of workshops, masterminds, and adventure. Then a four-week event in Chiang Mai, Thailand for established entrepreneurs, also full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. These events will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested in have some questions be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact we will respond as soon as possible for now saludos from somewhere in the world